Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing the Outdoor Show this morning is Jace. And our sponsor for today's show, we the CCA Star Tournament, Texas Insider Fishing Report, and Boyd's One Stop. All right, weather looks like, uh, you know, I saw some lightning early and right off the coast of Galveston. Thunderhead out there uh, producing a little lightning. It's heading offshore, though, so uh, that's I don't think it's anything to worry about inshore. But right now, currently, it's 74 degrees down in G-Town. Winds are very light out of the north to northeast, about two miles per hour. Today they're calling for plenty of sunshine, high of 82, east winds 5 to 10, then tonight a few passing clouds, low around 75, southwest winds 5 to 10, and for tomorrow mainly sunny, high of 83, winds southwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. So another beautiful day ahead of us, pretty gorgeous weather after what we had for about a week. Goodness gracious. Anyway, looking at um, tides for today, these are Galveston Channel tide predictions. We have a high at 5.40 a.m., a 1.7, then a low at 11.41 a.m., a 1.2, a high at 2.24 p.m., a 1.3, and then a low tonight at 10.18 p.m., a negative 0.3. 6.25 a.m. sunrise, 8.06 p.m. sunset, and our moon phase is 4% coming off that new moon. And uh, winds are down all through the bay. Current conditions look uh, very favorable. There's not much wind to even mess with or even talk about this morning, but uh, I'll throw it out there anyway. Looks like uh, the North Jetty, we have kind of a northeast wind at 10, and then up at Eagle Point, northeast at 8, far end, north end of the complex, Plex is north at 3, so... San Luis Pass is uh, kind of a west at five, so 
not much wind to even talk about. All right, well, let's get to our phone lines and see what's up this morning and talk to our good friend kind of early this morning, but we're going to talk to him anyway, Captain James Plogg. James, good morning. How are you doing? Yo, yo, man, what's up, buddy? Man, it's kind of early. Man, I'm telling you, man. I was going to slide you in the second segment this morning, but you get all of it because Bill Watkins didn't answer again. It's becoming a uh, bit, huh? Yeah, it's becoming a pattern here on Thursday mornings. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe his old phone don't work. Man, what time? Uh, We'll we'll roll with it. What's that? What time did you say that tide was high? It's uh, five five forty. Five forty. Man, it ain't gonna get very. It ain't gonna get very high this morning. It's just low, low. Well, it uh, well you got that uh, negative zero point one last night, and then you're coming in with a one point seven. So it's going to pour in pretty good. Sort of showing. Yeah, I bet that west little bit of west wind yesterday. That west wind we've been having. I mean, it's going to come in, but I bet it don't get stupid high. It's, yeah, it's pretty low. Right. I'm sitting here looking at all the barnacles. Well, it looks nice. It looks like a little northeast wind though. I don't see no west nowhere. No, it shows west down by the pass, but northeast everywhere else. I guess that's you know what it is. Right it's, it's that it's that thunderhead out there off the coast. I guarantee yeah, it's changing squall. things. Pretty good little squall, but it looked like it yeah. There was like zero percent chance of rain today, and I get in my truck this morning coming in. I'm going, did I just see lightning out of the corner of my eye? And oh, I man. kept looking to the south, and there it was. I said. I looked at my phone. I said, well, look at that. It built up right off the coast, but it's moving out. Yeah. There was a day like that, I don't know, maybe four years ago. Then uh, I was making for Jacob on the coastal outlaw, big enclosed bridge Viking, 65 Viking. And I uh, really didn't do an overnighter, but we left at like, I don't know, we left about 11 o'clock that night. And it's nothing. Same deal, like you said, like 0%. You know, if you ain't got a boat, go buy one. You need to go fishing. <laughs> so, it's about 1 o'clock. We were all up. And then me and Jacob and Bubba, I said, man, I see some something flashing over there, man. And uh, huh. they ain't supposed to, just like you said, they ain't supposed to be no lightning. We run a while watching. Actually, I think I might have been running a boat at that time. I said, man, I'm telling y'all, there's some kind of lightning over there. We didn't have nothing on. You know, we had the radar on, but, you know, it ain't rolled out there. And anyway, we turned the XM on. I said, man, look at all that stuff out of a million bay over there. It was lit up. It was bad. Like, you know, but it's over there. Well, I don't know what happened, but, you know, everybody went offshore that day, and that stuff built up, come out of a million bay, and it got bad, and it caught a bunch of people. It got really, really bad. We were kind of on the outside of it and inside. We're in a 65-foot boat. It don't matter. Uh, but that was a bad the bad day. It was a, like a – it may end up – because we left Friday nights. So that may have been a Saturday. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of people sold a lot of boats after that squall right there. <laughs> hey, it got it got wicked. But same old deal. You don't even pay attention to the weather because it ain't supposed to be nothing. But there you go. Well. So you know how that goes. But I don't know, bro. Fishing's been <clears throat> my fishing's actually been pretty good. It's uh man, you can catch some fish drifted, you can catch them wading. 
you know, on our end. Uh, yeah. Man, the mullets is wrapping up. Yeah, you know, I talked to you yesterday. The mullets, is, man, they were seeing them wrap some mullet like not 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 just like we used to see, but glimpses of how it used to be. I said, man, look at these mullets. You know, when the bird flies by and they all raise up like the old days. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you said, man, if, if it's a place you're fishing, it's, you know, a spot. And I'm like, man, look at that, man. Them mullet are, are there. We ought to get a bite. <laughs> roll up in there and start catching them. I mean, it looks good, and it is good. I guess that's the best way to put it. It ain't a, it ain't the, the atypical mystery. Let's give it 30 minutes if we catch anything. It looks like you should catch something. Mm-hmm. If you didn't catch nothing, it'd keep you there long enough to see if there was anything there. And uh, mm-hmm. we've been waiting, but the, the drifting, I think, is good, too, Mickey. We caught them Monday drifting, but now they wasn't everywhere. I, I told you yesterday, I found a whole bunch of fuel, and I burnt this bay up. And I ended up catching them in two places. <clears throat> so it wasn't like they was they was everywhere. What was everywhere is in gap tops. Boy, I'm hearing some horror stories about that. You can't get away from them. Dude, it's the worst I've seen, man. I mean... There's stuff that we used to fish out there on the channel, you know. Man, you taught me years ago, you know, stuff that we do. Don't even stop, man. There's birds or there's slicks or it looks good. Just, I'm telling you, don't stop, don't throw, don't pass go because it ain't good. Man. It ain't good. I ain't never seen nothing like that. I don't I don't have any answers for that one. It's just, uh, it's not a... I think everybody ought to start fishing for them. Sounds like there's a lot of them. <laughs> Need to go. Man, get them. <laughs> we get we get them jetty crews come up with like, this is a gap top deal like them sheets. We might whittle them down some. We we can do a whittling <laughs> on that uh, species, boy. Oh, gosh, I mean, Mickey, we didn't, you know they used to be bad, but I mean you catch some gap top, but catch a lot more trout. But man, I don't know them gap tops are. And then where, where the trout are at, you don't catch you don't catch gap top. I mean, you might catch one, you know. Yeah, you ain't gonna sit there and catch a bunch. I mean, you can't fish. You gotta you just gotta you just gotta pull fish. up and leave. Yeah, you can't do it. I mean, and I, I told you yesterday, I was on on the place that you know it's hard shell, and this is where there should be trouts. And their birds working. I said, man, did man, you just say baby. trouts? <laughs> I guess I did. Did I? <laughs> Oh, that's fun. Uh, well, I get a lot of that's a lot of from staying over there in Louisiana with Jeff Co for so long. Trouts, <laughs> trouts. I didn't think about it. <laughs> hey, so I said this will be fish. I mean, this is this is good, man. I back on in there. <laughs> everybody throws. Everybody's got a gap top. I said, nah, stop, stop. That's nasty. Got rid of all of them. And I said, hey, man, do not, do not throw again. Don't throw. That, that's it. We got to go. And at that time, we ain't caught a fish. I said, man, I don't care, dude. We're, we're not. <laughs> so those things, you ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. <clears throat> we ended up catching them, but, man, it was late. We didn't catch anything like 11 o'clock, man. But then it got pretty good. But I, just, I went to where there were some fish. I was kind of, I wouldn't call it on scouting mission, but I was looking at some stuff that I thought there was to be some fish. And there wasn't. Or not for me, anyway. Somebody, somebody probably caught him but i didn't well so but it's a but it's a, it's good i mean it's it's it, it you know 
it's better than having to fish all that stuff where you don't see nothing and just get out and practice fish and hope something's there. I mean, it looks good and it is good. I, I fished a place uh, day before yesterday. And we had went in there the other day and we caught a handful of fish. Didn't look very good, but there was some fish in there. And I'm island in there. It's, it's, you know, you can barely see, but I'm seeing them mullet moving all over. So you know it's a wrap. There ain't just mullet here and mullet there. We finally get in there and get set up and get the fishing. It gets right when you see it. I mean, them mullets wrapped it in there. I told Mike, my guys, I'm telling you, man, they've got to be here. I mean, this, this, this looks too good. We didn't catch nothing for about. 20 minutes. I said, man, I know they got to be in here. I walked in there a little bit with a topwater, and I missed one. I said, man, I just had a bite, finally. <laughs> and I missed another one. And then about five casts later, I hooked one. I said, Mike, I don't think this topwater is the bait to be thrown, but come in here with that jig. He had that little job, that little, little clear little job. I said, come in here, Stanley, because I'm getting bit. And buddy, he walked in there next to me, and it was Katie ball. The door. I watched him catch like 16. <clears throat> And I get bites. I may have caught one fish on the top water, but I found them with the top water. You know how we do. You want to see if something yeah. there, we'll put a well, top water Well, you can cover on. so much water, and you can start getting some blows or a bite or two, and then you can switch over to something else put the hammer <clears> down on them. Exactly. And, and I you didn't, know. you know, I didn't, I didn't switch over because he, you know, he was touching get right here. And, uh, and I walked back to the boat for a little bit, and I finally walked out there with him, and I, I think I finally caught my, or caught, we didn't keep any fish, but. I finally caught five. I think he caught like 16. I said, that's pretty good, man. You had a good day, Mike. Let's get out of here. And then we went somewhere else, and it was just as good, if not better. I did catch one. I don't think he was five, but he was close. He yeah. was close. And I actually, I actually caught him on the top water. Well. I would have liked to wait him, but, I mean, you know, I don't, we ain't killing nothing. So he was big. He had the shoulder to be five pounds. I ain't sure if he was, but he may not have the length. So all Man, in all, after, it's not uh, it's not terrible. after crappie fishing this week <laughs> and cleaning all those crappie. That reminds me why I started catching release. But you can't, you got to eat the crappie. Oh man! Yeah, you got to eat the crappie, you, man. You got you got to bring them home. <laughs> well, when the boys get home, uh, we gonna get us some pelagics. Yeah, we gonna get us <laughs> some tunas and some, some wild. Some of that good grill fish. Exactly. I think they see there. They leave today. Man, out of everything, I think Wahoo's my favorite from out there. Out of everything I've eaten offshore, I just, I don't know. It just has that taste I like. It's well, as far as just, yeah, as far as fish, fish, I would say. No, I want my coffee. As far as fish, fish, I would say Wahoo's the best. Now, mm-hmm. you know, now, and then I don't even classify tuna as fish. That's that's. A whole nother deal. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I know is. he's a it's fish. Different. That sounds stupid, but he's just—he's different. But we're going to get both in a category up. all alone. Exactly. Let me knock this commercial out, man. Go ahead and keep uh, rigging your boat up there. I heard you put lift <laughs> yeah, nah, down. I'm, I'm done now. Man, Come you on. sound like you're in a starting gate. You're ready to rock and roll. Hang on, Plog. I'll be right, right. back at you, buddy. Right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. It's back, folks, and it's going to run all summer long. It's brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. With 120 tag redfish released in Texas inshore waters, and 
You can fish for other species inshore like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. Offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. All you have to do is go to startournament.org. That'll give you all your info for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Texas Star is brought to you by great sponsors like Mercury Marine, Shiner Bach, Hawk Power Polaris, Mountie Boats, Texas Fishing Game Magazine, ABC 13, Cryptic, and Coastline Trailers. Just to mention a few. So go to startournament.org or call 713-626-4222 and sign up today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Thursday morning. All right, James, we are back in the saddle, my friend. You know, Bob. Hey, but you know, it's almost like the patterns change. Now, if it looks bad, it is bad. And if it looks like something's there, that there, even where we caught them fish months on that reef, I mean, you see an old mullet move every now and then. But I looked out there, man, they just popped a slick right out there. I was kind of online. It's kind of a spot, you know. I was fishing basically an area, but. So I backed up a little bit, and I said, man, I, I think that's them. I said, I know that's fish, some kind of fish. And a little while, you know, we didn't go very far. We caught one <clears throat> and already had the hook already, and I went ahead and put the hook out. I put some extra line out there. It was kind of blowing a little bit. We come tight, and it never got good, you know, but we sat there about an hour, and I think we caught 17. Nice trout, but they showed me where they were at. But all that stuff I fished, it didn't look good. It wasn't no good. <laughs> so instead of all the just stop and fish because you know there's something there and maybe catch something, that's different. Now, if it don't look good, it probably ain't no good. And then wrap some mullet, make these patterns. You know, you might look for them with the top water, but if if we've been jig fishing, we've been using that little clear little john with them speckles. And then like in the another day, then mullet wrapped it up like that. I didn't get many bites, and I put that little shrimp sea shad on to my little go to bait. And just threw it out there and just crankbait fish it back, just slow roll it back to the mullet, maybe take it away from you. That actually wow. was better than trying to jig through there, you know. I guess they were suspended. I used to get on the east shoreline underneath that mullet. It was yep. hold your rod down and straight retrieve. Exactly. Exactly. And I put a mirror on. I had had did have a bite, but man, the water it was clear, but it wasn't clear, clear, you know. It wasn't it was it was fishable, but it wasn't like clear. Oh, you want to see some beautiful water come up my way. Golly, it's gorgeous. Man, that stuff, I was telling you yesterday, man, it looked like it's done faded out toward the channel and stuff. Well, it, you know, that, these that's tide so exchanges, bad. it'll be moving your way. And it, uh, I watched Rayburn come up a foot and a half in two days I was fishing up there. Man, man, man. It's high. I was hoping. Those bass hoping fishermen we are going to have a tough time this weekend, I think. They got a tournament up there? Huh, several. Oh, really? Yeah. But well, I think uh, FLW, and I can't name them all off. There's, that's the way Rayburn is. It's multiple tournaments every weekend. They got tournaments. Well, they got them, we, man. At least they turn them loose or whatever they do. They ain't killing all of them. I'm sure some of them die, but not many. <clears throat> well, I, I don't, you know, it, it. well, I went out there the other day looking around. You could, we talked about it yesterday, you can, you know, they were thick, you could catch something in it, but 
it wasn't pristine. And, and no. the time before I was out there, that water was clear, man. It was old school green, like good. Right. But it's, it's not now. It's not. And, and even our water here, you know, we've had so much local rain. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's salty. You don't have to worry about that. But it's, uh, it ain't this emerald green. You can't just see, you know, two and a half foot mm-hmm. down there. Right. <clears throat> and then the, then when the current runs real hard, sometimes it just gets messed up from the currents, and you got to wait for the currents to kind of slack up. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. I saw the cameraman; he called me yesterday. So what are y'all doing? So we're idling out here by the jetties in a storm. I said, "What are you doing?" Well, Preston heard something when they come in the other day. So Cameron dove in, and the trim tab was broke, hanging loose. It was just flapping. Cameron said, "This is why we ain't getting no bites." So they had to. They sent Ty to Destin to get a part to get a ram, and then there was waiting to go into Saunders. They were going to haul them out yesterday afternoon, put that ram on this morning, put them back in the water because they got to leave at noon today. Man, where are they yeah, at now? Orange Beach. Orange yeah, this Beach. tournament's out of Orange Beach. Yeah, this is a pretty big tournament. There'll be, I bet there's sixty, seventy boats in it. This is yeah, a pretty good one. Good one. Yeah. Yeah, this would be some money, and this this is this is really a grease one. I mean, this is this is you know try to kill the biggest one. That's where the money will be at. That one they big get more, fish. Yeah, that's where the money will be. You know, most of those tournaments on that east side of the river, you know, a lot of them are like that. You know, they're in that SFC, which really it's a tournament inside a tournament because maybe I think the next tournament Memorial Day weekend is whatever it is, but then it's a sanctioned. SFC event that you and I were watching on TV. Right. And really the rules are different. So it gets into some strategy, you know, because Blue Marlin's 350 points in the FSC, whether he's 1,000 pounds or 100 pounds. Right. So what do you, you know, what do you, how do you fish? You know, if there's a million dollars on the line in a kill fish in the tournament, actual tournament, or you go fish SFC which at the end of the season pays a million dollars. So a little bit of strategy there, what to do. Right. But he said, Mickey, the weed is so bad, dude. He said it's unbelievable. They were predicting that this year there was going to be a lot of of seaweed. It's bad. And I read something in the, you know, I don't know, in the old gals of paper, somebody tried to go fish on the beach, and they couldn't even cast because of the weeds. But then – a friend of mine sent me a picture of somebody who caught some fish in the surf yesterday. But I looked at the rod and reel. He had his rod and reel laying uh-huh. on top of the fish. There were five nice fish, but it right. was some kind of old croaker hook. It wasn't no lure. So, oh, okay. I guess. So maybe you throw some old bait out there and maybe not get hung up with the grass. But it sounds like white well, bends. I'm just saying what I, what somebody right. said that you, well, you got there with lures. Before. I'll tell you when that surf's full of seaweed. Boy, it's it's aggravating fishing around it. You just got to find you a, a lane to throw in that doesn't have any grass in it, and try to work the lure through it. It sucks, Mickey, but I think it's good for the fishing. I think it makes fishing better. It makes it really hard to fish, whether it's trout, marlin, or whatever it is. Like Cameron said, the fish are the rigs that's got them. They're in that broke up grass. He said you mm-hmm. find an edge or something that's pushed up. He said they're not seeing many fish. So, you know, but you get that piece of seaweed and you put it in a five-gallon bucket, 
and you shake it, and you look at all the life in there. There's little oh you know, yeah, shrimp. that's that's why you you have uh, you get those big mats of it offshore on those uh, current lines and everything. Boy, it holds a lot. That's floating structure. I mean, it, all that, kinds of species of fish love that. Man, Plus, we it's were full fishing. Of bait. It's full of bait. We was fishing a rip, uh, the river rip actually. Uh, oh, really kind of close to rig called Medusa. I was in my 25, my first 25, the one I had built, and uh, cobalt blue weed next to mud river water. I mean, cobalt blue. And it looked so good. Chicken was all over it. We didn't catch that. We seen a really big tuna. I saw a tuna about 200 pounds <clears throat> jump right by the boat. We didn't get no bites, but a buddy of mine hit that same rip. It moved about four miles. And he was on the way in for tuna fishing, stopped, went through there one pass, and caught a blue about 300. Got one in the air, boys. <laughs> hey, but it was got one it's up. Unbel- got one up, buddy. It's unbelievable. It goes just straight up river mud to just cobalt blue. What an edge, man! That's I a hell of a that's a hell of a color change right there when you see it. It's it. You're looking at it, going, "I'm not believing what I'm seeing." How water can be that different? Oh, it's cool. It moves around so much over there. I never get, we're starving fishing in Southwest Pass. And we get there that morning. It was kind of rough out of the southwest, actually. And, uh, man, we're fishing in mud. And the water right there on the edge, right there where we're fishing, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't green and it's not blue. It's cobalt. It's wow. something I've never seen. I said, That's dude, beautiful. look at this. I mean, you see 30, 40 foot. Damn near see the bottom. So we were catching the fish. We jumped four or five fish and maybe caught two. It was pretty pretty good because it got kind of rough. We ended up having to go in. And anyway, the next day, all that was gone. And that's what Cameron and I were talking about last night. I said, you know, I don't know that much about it over there. But you can watch that blue water. It came, and it was there, and then it was gone. i never seen it like that again. But it pushed all the way inshore. Yeah, pretty cool. That's a unique place over there, man. It is. It's uh, it's fish factory. Well, there's so many targets. Like you said, man, Dad, there's so many rigs. It ain't like here you go to Boom Bang, Nance, and Perdido and cut the kilo off. You know, we got some rigs. You got rigs over there, buddy. You got you rigs on your, rigs. <laughs> you can fish them till you're blue in the face, man. Structure is find so, one. so critical. You just got to find one that looks good. If it's... If, uh, but he used to always tell me, if it looks good and the bait's there, he's there. You just got to wait him out. He's there. Mm, mm, mm. So I hope they do well. Hell, I hope I do well this morning. But I now the wind. It, will. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm going to go give it hell. But see, the, now the wind is almost nothing. I guess that little storm must be moving away a little bit because it's, it's dead slick. Yeah, right I think now. it had things stirred up a little bit. It, yeah. uh I didn't. I didn't expect to see that. It was supposed to be like zero chance of rain, and I saw yeah, that well, thunderhead. I'm going, man. Where'd that come from? Never leave your slick at home. That's the golden rule. I don't care if it's eight thousand degrees and there ain't rained in fifteen days. You better take your slicker with you. Keep it. Keep it under the <laughs> under the seat or something. I mean, I I'm never leave mine without one. Even when I, I went to Raver, there was like, you know. A slight chance of rain. I said, well, if I throw my slicker in Randy's boat, it won't rain today. And I, it yeah, won't I rain, it, but it was, but you better have it for sure. Boy, it sure was pretty up there. That's 
you know, being a coast rat like we are, you go up and do something like that. It's just beautiful, you know. All the bald eagles and uh, just the scenery. No chemical Man. plants in the background. <laughs> no car horns honking. Ship channel, none of that. It's just pretty no, sweet. That's yeah. serene. Hey, that's funny you said. I was telling my guy today we were fishing a place that just just a horrible place. <laughs> it's ships, it's tugs, it's noise, but it's good fishing. And I was <laughs> telling my guy, I said, "Well, this thing, this is where you come to catch something." I said, "If you want serenity, this ain't your spot right <laughs> here, man. This is not your spot." And, Hey, there's something to be said. It's like going in and you go fish with Cliff. There's something to be said with, you know, whether you catch them or not. You don't, you don't see nothing, man. It's just, uh, it, it's just nature, right? And unfortunately, where we live, it's five million people, and we're a commercial plant. armpit, man. <laughs> well, it's just, it's different for sure. It's just, just different. Not that it ain't good. It's just different. <laughs> and it used to be really good because we had places that we could go that. You could kind of forget about all that kind of stuff, but it's kind of merged into one a little bit. When they beat the wind that ship channel, dude, that was, that was, me and you talked about that. I don't know how long, many years it's been, but some time ago. Well, it was a 10 year project. It went on forever, if you'll remember right. But it was, uh, it just changed the whole dynamics of how this bay works. That's just my opinion. I don't know nothing. I know it's your opinion, too. it just changed things. I mean, now call it what you want. That out changed. there is just kind of sitting there. It was drifting out. Now it's uh, back builded. It's real, real close to the coast. Kind of right well, out good. in front of Jamaica Beach now. Well, I might as well drive down there and get by it. So go, go yeah, go. Me. I don't have to worry yeah, about get it. In with it. But it's uh, it's moving slow now. Yeah, that little front, there must be a little front line or something just sitting right here. Well, that's what, yeah, it must have just be. It, I guess that's what it is. But <clears> that's they don't look at, you, at least you can run somewhere else and go away. Don't yeah, I don't. I don't think you're. I don't see it just turning around and coming straight inshore. It's staying just off the coast out there. So Ooh, I had what, one get that's me what's down changing there. your wind direction around like it is. I had one get me at McFadden like that. Actually, Robbie was down there with me. My buddy Jeremy with three boats of us down there. And that front was just like this. It was just sagging right offshore. It's dead slick. You can see little popcorn stars when it started getting daylight. We was on them down there, man. They were there. And, buddy, it got bad. And that front built up. I ain't talking about reds. I'm talking about purples. Yeah. And I tried to go to Sabine. I said, man, I think we get around and we go to Sabine. I got about a mile, maybe two miles from Sabine Pass. And I said, man, guys, I don't say this very often. We're done. <laughs> and I just moves. went to the beach. I just went to the <laughs> beach and put it on about 12 knots. And it got as bad as you ever wanted it. And, uh, yeah, it lit the marsh on fire. Oh, it boy. was not good. Cameron was decking for me. He just laying behind the leaning post. Said, hey, what are y'all doing with Legacy when it gets like this? He said, hey, we going to the salon. <laughs> I wanted to just <laughs> shoot him. <laughs> and it took us about two hours to get out of it. We're just chugging. It's all you can do is blowing about 40. And uh, I finally got it quit raining. I called somebody, maybe Christian Mayo. He was in Galveston. I said, man, how bad is he? Said, man, it's nice right here. 
we got through it. So, well, I'm on the way. <laughs> well, we got through it. We just did with just a big groundswell. Everything faded. This pinch black behind us. We come through it. I said, man, let's roll back out here real quick. See if these fish are out here. Man, we rolled back out there, kind of turned offshore. Buddy, they're fanning everywhere. I never get. I come through the jetties that night. It was like nine o'clock when I come through the jetties that night. Oh, because it got beautiful. But yeah, that was a well, same kind. It of usually deal. does after a deal like that, and it turns over and gets perfect. Man, you gotta, you just gotta be out there to get it. Yeah, that All was right, pretty blog. funky. All right, dude. You need to go get what you need this morning quick and early and uh, <laughs> and get in and uh, watch the PGA today. Boy, that's good. Nah, my guy's got Larry Bell and his brother. They've been fishing me for years. They don't kill nothing. We just click them. We click them. Me and Kelly call it click them. We click them, let them go, and then that's it. <laughs> but I that's will be it. on that PGA this afternoon for sure. I'm with you. I will too. All right, buddy. All right. Somebody wants to call you, give them a number, man. All right, buddy, 497-771-7306. All right, James, have a good day, bud. Later. All right, that's Captain James Flog down in G-Town. And I need to let everybody know the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. That's starting up Memorial Day weekend. It's going to run all summer long, and it's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars and prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. 120 tagged redfish released in Texas inshore waters and other species you can fish for inshore like gaff top, drum, and sheephead, and offshore fish for great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the CCA Star Tournament, it's all brought to you by great sponsors like Whataburger, Showwater Boats, Mustang Cat, Dargo Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, just to name a few. Again, get signed up today. Go to startournament.org or call 713-626-4222. Sign up today. Hey, folks, if you want to know the latest and greatest in fishing, tune in to Texas Insider Fishing Report Thursday nights at 10.30 p.m. on Bally Sports Southwest, or you can find it on AT&T Sportsnet. The show will give you a fresh fishing forecast before the weekend so you can spend more time catching fish. And Texas Insider breaks down the state into six regions, three freshwater for bass and crappie enthusiasts, and three saltwater for the guys who want to catch trout and redfish inshore, and tuna, wahoo, and marlin offshore. So join Dave Farrell. Bree Gabriel and my friend Captain Rick Murphy to know what's hot and what's not every Thursday night at 10:30, Friday mornings at 7 a.m. and evenings at 5 p.m. on Bally Sports Southwest or AT&T Sportsnet. Check it out. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents the Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. morning welcome back to the sports radio 610 outdoor show on this thursday morning 4 30 dan here in the bayou city let's go up to conroe now let's check in with our friend richard tosh the fish dude richard what's happening not a lot mickey how are you this morning oh i'm good brother how are you you know i'm good you know i'm good them things don't hybrids are going nuts 
Yeah, I saw where you popped them pretty good yesterday. Man, I tell you what, they yesterday was a blast. We caught so dang many of them, and all they want to do is catch and release. And I said, dang it. We started running out of bait, and I said, we got to go. We got to do something different. Then we jumped on them catfish and limited out on them rises, too. <laughs> I mean, goodness, you couldn't ask for no better. That's there something no how they bite like that some days. Oh, it is, isn't it? I mean, it's just absolutely nuts. I mean, we had some good ones, too. You know, not even, you know, I've been catching several short ones, but yesterday we only had like one short one. Everything else was just big. You know, they just wanted to, they just wanted to play. That's all they wanted to do. So hopefully it does the same thing today. It won't hurt my feelings any. And it's, uh, the only difference is it's got a little bit of different wind today. It's got a more of a south wind. It's not much of it at that. Looks like y'all got some lightning popping down your way. Might yeah, it's, it's right off the coast of Galveston. It's right out from Jamaica Beach and the jetties there just offshore. I don't know what that's all about. I, we weren't even supposed to have I, that. I know. I keep seeing that stuff popping up here, and I'm going, what the heck? Because I can see it from a long ways off. You know, it looks more cloud to cloud than anything, though, yeah. what I'm seeing. But, but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be nice today from what I'm seeing so far. Anyway, there ain't a cloud in the sky. It looks good. I mean, I already got my bait and everything ready to roll, so I'm just kind of out here right now. Man, you're up, madam, and ready to go early this morning, bud. I can't, can't sleep. That's the problem. When the fish get to bite, that good, you can't sleep. You got to come out and catch them. Well, I got my dose of freshwater fishing in this year already. Oh, did you? Two days at Rayburn. Yeah, that was fun, going up there with Randy and hanging out with him for two days. I bet y'all held them crappie out. We did. Uh, Boy, I tell you, the first day, Monday, I, I don't even know how many throwbacks we caught. And you know what? Every single one of them, you'd throw them in his little slide, you know, that little measuring deal. You right, slide right. A crappie in, and they were all like a 16th under. And oh, going, my goodness. I mean, in, in a week or two, these will all be keepers. But I bet you we, yeah, yeah. I, we probably threw over 100 back the first day and uh, had. Oh, my. And then you turn around and you got seventy-five. I mean slabs. Some of those. Were, exactly. I mean, some of those crappie were were just beautiful hogs. I tell you, I tell you what, those Raven crappie are just unreal. That's. I mean, you can go over there and catch those two pounders left and right. You know, at the right time of year, and you and you stay away from some of them little ones. That's why I go over there like November, December, because that that time frame typically the little ones they don't grown up quite a bit. You don't catch near as many of them. Them big rascals, they're they're there, you know. You just gotta, you just gotta, gotta get in there and get them. Y'all mainly use jigs and stuff on them. No, we were using uh, minnows, you know, through the top of the head, okay, with a yeah. split shot about six inches up the line below that, and dropping it down about twelve to thirteen feet over those uh, treetops, oh, you know, brush piles. There you go. And, Ain't uh, nothing wrong with that. You know, it just uh, fast and furious. <laughs> And it, there you go. You know, it, it, you, the first day the bite was off early, and uh, we caught most of our fish from about 11 to 1. And then Tuesday, darned. the bite was on early, like first two stops, boom, bam, boom, and then all of a sudden yeah. it just went dead. And then about, uh, I don't know, about 11 o'clock, or no, I, actually it was after 1 o'clock, I told Randy, I said, 
I think we were stuck on 55 fish or something. I said, well, let's just shoot for 60 good keepers. Let's hit this next spot and we'll go in. We got to drive back home. And there you go. we pulled up to that last spot. It was game on, buddy. They went off again and we left hey, the boat. It's crazy how they do that. I mean, it's, it's not ever the same. There's one day it'd be early, early. I mean, as soon as you pull up, boom, 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 you start hammering on them and then they, they'll shut down. I mean, there's there's been times I've I pulled up on some brush piles and and never had to leave and and in an hour I have seventy five of them. You know, it's like good night. They just won't Tell quit. me this, you know, the first day we cleaned our crappie up there, but uh, we brought them home after the second day, and then we cleaned them yesterday morning. Over half of those crappie were full of eggs still. Right, right. Now see, here's here's the thing on a lot of those. Those eggs are just going to dry up. I mean, the majority really? of them, that, yes, they'll dry up. And, and you'll notice, it, and there probably was several of them that you saw, that as you cleaned them, the, the, the egg sac was actually starting to decrease. There'll be blood red inside, and they just go, they'll go away. I don't know why it is, but they hold them. Some of them will spawn out early, early, and then the majority of them, you know, I still catch them with eggs in them, too. But they, I don't think they ever drop them. You know, I think really? they just dry. Yep. I mean, it's crazy. Now, now, with that said, I wouldn't doubt if they don't just spawn on every full moon. You know, I, I, I just don't know. I mean, I don't know that much about how the crappie do. But I, do I don't know, either. I thought I they were, you know, kind of a spring, early spawner, went to the shorelines and, and dumped. Right. And then slid out to the brush piles. After that, but right. the, all these brush pile fish had eggs in them, and I'm going that. But you know, I didn't think we're going to catch as many as we did with a lake on the rise like that. You know how it shuts them down. Oh yeah, you know, it, it kills yeah. the bite, and I, I feel real fortunate to uh, go up there for two days and come home with a couple of hundred crappie on a rising lake. Like we watched that lake rise up a foot and a half in two days. Oh, there is absolutely no doubt about that. I mean, you got enough water over there where it just keep coming up. Water was you know, kind of off color, you know, for Rayburn. The, it wasn't right. real the thing, clear. The thing about it is, is the water temperature right now is high enough where they're going to maintain on those brush piles. That's like over here at Conroe. The problem with it is we got the water that keeps that came up, but over two days it's already dropped a foot. You know, right. so that's – that fluctuation like that over here is what's really messing with them and keeping them keeping the bite down over here. But over there, with the water coming up, you know they're not releasing it like they do over here. They don't have to worry about flooding anybody out. Well, so, they can't release any right now because of uh, Dan B. You know Steinhagen, right? Because uh, they already got more water flowing through there. So they've got to wait for all that to go down before they can turn you up loose up there. So that's, that's kind exactly of a set up in your own. Right, and not like Rayburn, I mean, it, it'll come up twelve feet before they start releasing anything, and and it's a generating lake, it's a, a power generating lake. So their dams a you know hydroelectric dam. So so mm-hmm. they uh you know they they generate electricity off of that dam over there. So that's a whole different. They right. got release schedules. I mean, you can go online and look at their release schedule when they're actually yeah. going to start generating and when they stop. Because I used to watch that all the time when I was tournament fishing over there and up at Lake Texoma. Texoma, when I'd go up there and fish a lot, I'd, have, I'd always watch those generating schedules because that turned those smallmouth on and off. And it's, uh, 
Now it's fun catching some smallmouth up there, but when the current stops, they quit biting. You know, and that's that's one thing about like Texoma is you need that current. As I've got this curse at Texoma. Uh, every tournament I've ever fished up there, you know, they stop generating on Friday. Saturday the fish still bite because you've got current moving. Sunday they shut down and I can't catch them. I mean, it's always if I've had a two day tournament. Saturday I'll catch the heck out of. Them. Sunday, I might catch two or three. I won't mm. catch a limit. I never have caught a limit on the second day at Texoma. Don't know why. Right I was sitting in a, uh, that uh, Bud Light Platinum several years ago, sitting in like, I think I was in 12th place. And I I had a good sack of fish. And I could if I could have duplicated that, I would have won it. But yeah. I, the Texoma curse got me. I yeah. caught two fish. You know, <laughs> I mean, coulda, <laughs> I know, but I mean, it's always the same way. The second day, I just that after they stop that generating, I just I, I can't catch them. They, I don't know how to make those fish turn back on because it's it's so much current relation up mm. there. And during the week, Monday through Friday, they're generating. So it's uh you know one of those things you gotta you gotta play each lake for what it is. Like you know, Conroe's right. just a big pond. It's just a big pond. They release water when it comes in too much. And that's about it. Other than that, they they kind of maintain what they got. And I then, got you. All right, buddy. I got a roll. I got Captain Charlie hanging I, on now, man. Well, uh, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming up, Richard, doing some hybrids, I, cats, whatever, man. All right, Mickey. Anyone can get in touch with me at 936-661-7920. You can find me on Facebook. Just check out the Fish Dudes Guide Service. You can email me at admin at fishdudegx.com or just check out the webpage, fishdudegx.com. All right, buddy. Richard, be safe out there and catch him up, man. Yes, sir. Y'all have fun. Hey, thanks. All right, see you. All right, now let's run down to Matagorda. Let's check on Captain Charlie P. this morning. Charlie, what's up? Morning, Mickey. How are you? How you doing, man? Well, I'm still kicking. Still kicking still like kicking. a chicken. Yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> At least we got some better weather now, boy. Yeah, Jesus. I'm telling you. Lord. And it's been a long time coming. Yeah, don't say that too loud. I know. I know. I know we had, uh, this river's been running so hard, uh, Somebody told me it's quit running yesterday, but for some reason, our harbor has been full of trash. All that, even during Harvey, I never saw this happen, but uh, they've left the locks open. I hadn't seen them shut them, and all that stuff just come and poured into the harbor. The harbor's been full of trees and, and stuff everywhere. That's crazy. Yeah. When I, uh, I put my boat down Tuesday... I mean, I had to idle, I mean, real slow, hitting trees and everything all the way over there. In fact, I had a tree hung under my boat and pushed it all the way back over to the bait camp. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I come back in to put the boat up, there's a it was still there. 20-foot tree underneath my slip. Oh, man. Well, you know, I was I was worried about going down west and fighting all that stuff. And, right. And hell, the worst place was right there in the harbor. Wonder why it's coming that way out of the river. I don't know. It's never done that before. But like I said, I noticed that they never didn't shut the locks whatsoever, and 
and uh, and and then the currents are so strong. Yeah, that current, I guess, is grabbing that stuff when the you know when the river crosses intercoastal, it's pushing it your way back to the east. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. It is. It's something different, and we never saw that before. <laughs> anyway, around here, you don't want to be running eighty miles an hour in a boat. I can tell you that. You better be careful. You sure as heck don't want to be running in the dark, man. Mm-mm. No, but uh, I didn't fish yesterday, but I think they caught him in a surf real good yesterday. Boy, it was calm. Yeah. Yeah. Calm again you know, this didn't... morning, too. Oh, they're going to get him this morning, no doubt. And I, I haven't heard anything about seaweed, you know. It, it may be bad. I don't know. But I didn't talk to many people yesterday. Right. I know when I went down west fishing Tuesday, every place we stopped to fish, you saw sharks in the water everywhere. In fact, uh, I know one of the old timers uh, had a had a shark, big shark, hit a stringer. Well, Tuesday they were right down from us, and uh, it drug him in the water about twenty feet. Oh Lord! So. I can't see anybody tying their, you know, their stringer to their belt. You know, I always tell my customers a quick connect. You want to, yeah, no doubt. You want it barely hanging over your belt. Where if they hit it, let them have it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's not good. No. Uh, we had when a kid I saw my way, same thing happened to him. It drug him about. 20 feet like that before it came loose. It was a big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big one. Well, they got in the boat. They had enough of it. Uh, I know my guy told me that, that morning, he said, man, I had a big shark behind my top order. And he said it was a big one. So I guess we're going to be dealing with them. I bought one of those damn shark deterrents, and I hadn't even tried it yet, but I'm, I'm going to be carrying it from now on. You need on. to try it, that, that magnetic thing or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm may need to try buy a bunch of them just hang them off all your customers. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be careful with that magnet, man. That'll affect all your electronics and everything, your cell phone and everything. you got to keep it away from that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? That, uh, that's something how that'll deter, deter sharks. Yeah, well, I'll believe it when I'll see it, but I'll try it. Hillman we'll thinks try. it works. I think Hillman was the first one I knew that tried that because he was wading West Bay that year, and they were just so bad. You know, yeah. they were all bulls messing with them. And, uh, he bought one at some little sporting goods store he shops at just to try it, and he he said it worked. So well, that's why I bought it because I heard him say that. I heard y'all talking about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We'll give it a shot see if it works. But anyway, we got some nice weather now, and uh, we'll see how long it holds. And, and it's uh, been a, it's been a strange spring so far. Man, a, str- a strange year, a whole year, yeah, year. Well, yeah, the whole year. Just you know, tell it like it is. 
You know, it's been one or two days or three days a week where you're, it's even fishable. Yeah. You know, see conditions. So <clears throat> any improvement is welcome. Well, it's taking its toll that. on me, man. I can tell you, because I only got three days a week. I, I got to have a window in those three days or I'm just screwed. And I have been most of the year. It's been tough, man, yeah. for me. Yep. You just got to got to go every day. You want to go every day. Yeah. And then you don't want to go every day. No. I know. <clears throat> I just got to stay busy. I can't stand sitting around doing nothing. I know. Well, we're running out of time. You got to get it all in, Charlie. Yeah. Clock's ticking, brother. <laughs> ticking pretty fast, Mickey. You just never know when your number's pulled. You gotta gotta make the most of it while you're here, bud. That's all right. That is uh, right. It was, it was so pretty up there in East Texas, man, up there at Rayburn. That was just uh that was a good change of pace. Something different to do and look at. No Randy man, he's just a good guy. Yeah. He don't come no better. You've probably been eating like coffee you. every day, huh? I did last night, and I want to tell you, <laughs> I'm glad I had leftovers because I will eat them again today cold. Man, that's, yeah, that's uh, good. There ain't many fish in the water that taste better than that. It's worth the, worth the time and effort. Yes, it is. Yes, it a, is. I had a listener text said, Charlie needs a Glock. <laughs> for those sharks yeah. <laughs> he's got we one. might get to that <laughs> we might get to that oh no well they're thick i'll tell you I'm, I, sharks and gaff top are the most prevalent species going this year that i'm hearing from everybody man oh man those gaff tops showed up in your neighborhood yet you know i we didn't catch one uh, probably not because they're all over here <laughs> we'll send yeah. you some yeah, I don't know. The surf could be full of them. I, I didn't talk to anybody yesterday, but right. We'll get a better well, report today. All right, Charlie. Well, I got to run. Throw them out a number. Somebody wants to call you and come over and fish. Call me on my cell phone seven one three seven two five two four zero one. All right, Charlie P. Have a good day, man. Take care. Take care, Mickey. All right, later. All right. That's Charlie Paradosky over in Matagorda. Time for a break. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.